Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Nick Asylum Podcast. Merry Christmas, because today is Christmas Eve. Or is it Christmas Day? It's Christmas Eve, yeah, because it's Saturday. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to let everybody know that this year doesn't feel like Christmas. You know, I think the past couple years hasn't really felt like Christmas. You know, where we live at, we don't really have family in the state that we live. So we don't really have anybody coming over. Like, you know it's bad when my mom just put like this ranky-danky skinny-ass tree with lights around it and maybe a few ornaments. My mom used to go all out. She would get the biggest fucking tree she could find. She would put all the lights on it, the ornaments, the star at the top. She would have the whole house decorated in Christmas. Her little Christmas village over there with its fake-ass snow and the lights running around the porch and candy canes and all that. She used to go all out. But where we live at, nobody's going to see that because the front of our house is pointing towards woods and we ain't got any neighbors on the left or the right side directly. It's all woods. You know what I'm saying? We have a path that goes diagonal to the left that leads to our neighbor Bob's house, but that's still far away. You know what I'm saying? And then when you're on the road... You can see through the trees and see the lights on the house because, you know, 2019, my mom had the lights on the back side of the house, but you couldn't really see much more besides that, right? And our neighbor, there's somebody who's living there now. For the past two, three years, there's nobody been living there. The house has just been empty. <laughs> and when you drive past the path, the path is like, Go straight a little bit and turns left and goes straight down, but there's still trees in the way. So when you're driving past our path to go to the back of the neighborhood because it's woods on both sides, and then you come up to our path and then you see our neighbor's house, but you won't be able to really see our house. You know what I'm saying? It's just how the path in the woods is set up. You know, we're way back here, which, you know, it's pretty good if you want to be isolated from the world and shit. I'm just glad we have good internet out here. <laughs> that was the only thing I was really worried about was having shitty-ass internet. But it just hasn't really felt like Christmas at all. I remember watching ABC Family, and it'd be like 25 Days of Christmas. I went down there last night, and they were playing something. My mom was watching, like, Rudolph. But, I mean, that shit used to be everywhere. It'd be like, Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, It was another one. Quite a few of them. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life, A Christmas Story, Home Alone. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. But I felt like A Christmas Story was too damn long. And it was boring. Like, there was some good parts in A Christmas Story. But it seemed like the fucking movie was boring for the most part. If you ask me, have I seen it from beginning to end? I have it Because it just seems like it's a three-hour fucking movie. I couldn't even get through Avatar like that. I didn't even think about going and seeing the second one. You know. Alexa. How long is a Christmas story? Let's see what she the says. Christmas is in three days. No you dumbass. I, I know it lasts one day. Alexa. How long is the movie a Christmas story? <laughs> well. That definitely didn't help one bit. Alexa. How long is the movie a Christmas story? Christmas story Stupid. is one hour and 33 minutes long. There is no way it's one hour and 33 minutes long. 
There's no fucking way. That bitch feels like it's three hours. It drags so damn long. I'm going to have to look up on my phone because Alexa's not always 100%. So I'm going to go ahead and look it up because she's just... Mm -mm. How long is the movie A Christmas? It's one hour and 34 minutes. She's right. But why does it feel so much longer than that? I know they made a second one and it was like fucking ass cheeks, but why does it feel so much longer than that? I don't know. It, to me, growing up, it just felt like it was three hours. How long is the Avatar movie then? Alexa, how long is the Avatar movie? So she says about this one. <laughs> two hours and 42 minutes Jesus Christ, two hours and... F- no. 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 Damn, their budget was $237 million? Jesus. For two hours and 42 minutes? That's a lot of time. Yeah, so it's damn near almost three hours. Wow. But, yeah, it just it doesn't really feel the same. Like, getting in the Christmas spirit. And my mom had her little Christmas party at the library where she works at. But I didn't get to go because I was down with covid um, I was supposed to dress up as an elf, Jada, which is my mom's volunteer, and a good friend of ours, she dressed up as the female elf, which, you know, my sister used to do that, but my sister doesn't live in the state anymore, and we're about to talk about my sister in a minute, we're about to segue into that, but yeah, they had the Christmas party and I wasn't able to go because I had COVID, but speaking of my sister, she is pregnant, And I am very happy. I'm going to be an uncle for the second time because my other sister, Danielle, has a kid of her own, right? So I have three sisters, and the oldest one, Megan, is the one everybody knows. Because, you know, I didn't grow up with my other siblings because we share the same dad but different mom. But when it comes to Megan, we share a different dad but the same mom, if that makes any sense, right? So Megan is not related to my other siblings, not one bit not at all. She don't, she don't, no, no relation at all. The only reason why I'm related to uh, Cody, Daniel, Blake, Erica, and Brantley is because we all share the same dad. You know, from Cody, Danielle, Blake, Erica, they share the same mom and dad, and then Brantley, he shares the same dad, but different mom as well. And then me, I share the same dad, but different mom. But Megan, she doesn't share the dad or the mom, so she has no kin to them at all, you know. So, yeah, she's pregnant, and I'm excited because, you know, when my sister was 12 years old, she was diagnosed with the medulloblastoma stage 4 brain tumor, which is the tumors near the cerebellum. So they had to cut her head open, and it temporarily paralyzed the right side of her body, you know. So when you see her, when she writes, she writes left-handed, and it kind of looks a little sloppy, But before my sister got cancer, she actually was right-handed, and she could write, and it looked like the Decoration of Independence. I was like, geez, that is some beautiful handwriting. And she was also very good at sports. You know, she ran uh, cross-country, and, like, they had this thing. It was kind of like cross-country in elementary school. You had, like, this big open field with a fence around it. It was kind of like the size of a baseball field, and the kids had to run around in circles. I think my did my sister did like a 5K run as a kid. I remember seeing that. I think it was called the Nashville Cardinals Run or something like that. Something to do with my elementary school. 
Because, you know, you don't really do, like, cross-country until you're, like, in seventh grade, you know? Because in sixth grade, they don't let you, you have to be, like, a manager. But this was weird. It was like our elementary school had this thing. And I remember because my sister had, like, this silky-ass red shirt in white. It had the Nashville Cardinals, and it had the Cardinals head in white, obviously. And it, it kind of reminded me, like, a soccer jersey, you know, those silky-ass soccer jerseys? That's what it reminded me of. And so she ran, and it was V-neck, too. But my sister was very, very good at sports. I mean, she played soccer as well. She also did um, softball, and my dad was the traveling softball coach as well. So not only she played regular softball, but she played traveling softball as well. And she was a speed skater. She's actually got some trophies for that, too, as a kid. But when cancer hit, it fucked up my sister's balance. It paralyzed the right side of her body temporarily. Her ovaries were supposed to be fried to the point where she wasn't supposed to have kids. That's why we make a big deal about it. And on top of that, um, you know, it was uh, stunning her growth. So she wasn't supposed to be any taller than she is now. So it took a while. You know, she used to have long brown hair. It was beautiful and stuff. I mean, she's got her hair back, but it's not as long as it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Cancer did a number on her. You know, she's... Not as athletic now as she was back then. Like, you can still see her kind of stumble here and there where her balance is still a little fucked. But, you know, for a long time, she used to hold her right hand up to her, like, side. And, yeah, it just really, it really sucked, man. She had, like, a 504 plan and all this other crazy shit. She had to walk with the cane and walk with the, you know, walker and stuff. We had this special bike for her to ride on. It, it was it was a bad time. 2007 fucking sucked dick. I was, like, nine years old when it happened. So, yeah, it really, I was either nine or ten. I want to say I was ten years old. But that shit was really putting a beating on our family, you know. So to see her being pregnant, it warms my heart because, you know, she fought through the cancer at 12 years old, you know, all those hardships. And here she is now, 28 years old, married. I think she got married in 2018. My parents weren't too happy about it because they had a, you know, uh, justice and peace wedding because she thought her husband was going to go overseas and you know, whatever, he'd persuade her, and was like, I'm gonna go overseas, and I might die, or some bullshit like that, and he, he ended up hurting himself, and getting tossed out of the army, so he works at a company now, I'm not gonna say the name of it, but I think he ended up going into a different company, I don't think he works at the one I worked at, because he got me a job there, but the problem that I was having was, I was working 16 hours every single day, so I went from not having a job for a few months, to working 16 hours every day, so like, I would only have Saturday and Sunday off with a lot of people like, oh, must be nice. But here's the thing. I would wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 a.m. I would get stuff ready and leave the house by like 3.30 at the latest. Most of the time I like to, you know, leave at 3.25 because I had the clock in at 4 o'clock. I still got to park in the parking lot and there was never really close spots. And then I'd have to walk across the parking lot, walk up through the path, come up and go past security and then go to the right and then go to the left, open that door and then clock in right there. And then I'd have to walk over a couple feet to the other lockers and that's where we like met up. But another problem that we had was not only working from 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. at night, I worked in the cold storage unit. So like it was cold in there, like 29 degrees, I want to say, or 32 
And in the cooler, it was the same temperature because, you know, it's open in there too, whatever. They have, like, shelves and people, you know, drive, like, um, what are those fucking things called? Uh, pallet jacks, powered ones. Or they would have the forklift drivers back there or the tuggers. The tuggers would go get the product out of the cooler and they would bring it up and drop it off. They would have these carts and we'd pull the carts in there and then fill the cooler side. And then we had this wall that you can move. It was kind of like a door. We would add some, take some out, whatever. And then in the um, freezer, we had a freezer as well. When you open that bitch, it was 10 degrees in there. And the reason why we had to go in there was get the totes. And sometimes, you know, if I was missing a box from the freezer, like let's just say I have 200 and I look and I looked on the carts and I only have 199. Most of the time I could just get on a the power, uh, the pallet jack and just drive back there. Sometimes uh, the other areas would come and steal our pallet jacks and it was a pain in the fucking ass so I'd have to walk. But you know, we would go in there and get our red totes because you had to get the totes in there. The cooler totes, they came down like a fucking slide outside the door and you could pick those up and slide them. But people got smarter and started putting them on the pallet jack and then like stacking them like three or four high and then driving over. And I thought that was smart as shit. And then they'd bring them into the uh, the truck and then stack them and then slide them in and then put the bar in the place and then slide that secondary door over to keep it closed. But I would go in there and look on the shelf. But if there was none on the shelf, I wouldn't even bother. I'd be like, all right, whatever. I would just, you know, not even worry about it. I'd go get a new label because they'd give you a piece of papers, whatever. And I'd write the number and stuff on it and I'd scan it and then it'd like scan to the truck. Yeah, it was so much easier doing that because sometimes they would leave one or two things behind. I had to go like get four boxes and I put a new label on them, write the number on them, and then scan it and then put it in the system. So it was like, all right, and it would delete out of the system, you know. So my sister's husband didn't really have to worry about that because he worked only like one sixteen hours. I think he only worked fourteen hour shift, and that was on Fridays. But then when he got on to night shift, he went back to work in eight hours. So he really didn't have to worry about that. He would be playing Call of Duty and shit. I mean, he would do his job, but it wasn't like extremely busy as it was on second shift, you know. So, you know, he was like, man, just stick it out, man. Just stick in there. And you got to think, that's a long time. I can't even imagine what it's like for the people that have been working there for years during the wintertime. Because think about it. You're waking up when it's dark. You're going to work when it's dark. The only sunshine you see is when you open the doors where there's no trucks. Because, you know, we can open the doors and we'd close them behind us and stand there. You would have that or when you go on lunch break or you would go on break. I mean, I took a lot of fucking breaks, man. 16 hours is a long time, dude. I took whatever I wanted to do. If I had nothing to do and we had everything done, I'd go take a break. I ain't even going to lie. But, you know, I ended up leaving that shit and I got wrapped around a girl and, yeah, so on and so forth. And I wanted to spend time with that girl. I don't know. It was just a lot of bullshit at that moment. But my sister's pregnant now. You know, she was working. Her husband's been working. They got a dog. Hopefully they could figure out something. Because he's a pit bull, so he's a little bit rambunctious. And, like, when he sees people, he likes to jump all over people, whether they're sitting on the couch or standing up. So they're going to have to do something about him so he doesn't hurt the baby. We're not sure if it's going to be a boy or girl because she just recently got pregnant. So the baby's, like, the size of a fucking peanut. So, yeah, I wish her the best, you know. 
I don't know why I had uh, got on a tangent to talk about the job. <laughs> I don't think really y'all give a damn about that job. Y'all just, um, you know. FTX founder was released on a $250 million bond. Damn. But, yeah. Sorry, I was just looking at on my Alexa. She had it, like, popped up up there. But I just don't feel like it's Christmas at all. Like, not trying to, like, loop back to earlier but i just don't think it feels like it you know we got gifts like my aunt like asked me what do you want i told her give me some chucks and she gave me some gray shirts it's not the gray shirts i like you know you know how you get them gray shirts that are a little tight around the neck and the arms a little bit and then they're a little short i kind of like having my shirts like hang over my belt like a lot like i wanted to come down to my my penis i don't want the shirt to come down to like the bottom part of my underwear where, like, you could still see my back pockets. I want my back pockets to be fucking covered. That's how long I want the shirt to be. But some of these don't feel that long at all. I put them on. I was like, damn, man. So, that fucking sucks. I told you guys I really wanted to get more people on this season. But it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. But my mom, I think she did buy me this for Christmas. But I'm going to have to find out Sunday. I told her to get me, like, an audio interface. That's what I wanted. Because I'm tired of, like, taking this shitty-ass mic that my ex-girlfriend gave me. It fucking sucks. Trying to hook it up to a computer and do a Zoom call. It's a pain in the ass. I'd rather just have one computer, set up, like, two or three tracks on Audacity, hook up the mics to the audio interface, have the audio interface hooked to the computer, set up what I need to set up, and we could talk through one computer. It's just so much easier doing that. You know what I'm saying? Not only it's good for music, because no musician out there really uses, you know, USB mics and stuff when they're rapping. You could tell you could tell what's a USB mic and what's a audio interface mic. You could just tell. With audio interface you have like two options. You can get a condenser microphone or a dynamic. If you want to know what a dynamic microphone is, it's the one that they use on stage. You know, it's that little skinny black one with that little gray see through like ball sitting on top. Yeah. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Just every live show that you've seen, like musicians and concerts, that's a dynamic microphone. Uh, condenser microphones. Ah, shit. Ah, fuck. Hold on. Jesus fucking Christ. What the hell was that all about? I know my battery on my thing ain't dead. Jeez. That hurt my ears. What the fuck are they cooking down there? That really fucked my ears up. I've only had that happen maybe a handful of times in my life. But I'm so sorry, you guys. I am very sorry. I was not expecting that to happen at all. God, it pisses me off. Oh, God, that hurt my freaking ears. Alexa, drop in living room echo. Damn, that really freaking hurt my damn ears. That fucked me up real badly. God. What the fuck is going on? The hell are they doing? What the fuck? What the? What is going on down there? Y'all hear that? It's like. Rah, 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 rah. Hey. What was the reason for the fire alarm to go off? 
great. I don't know what he's cutting up. What in the Jeffrey Dahmer is he doing down there? Whatever. Whatever. It it sounded like like a power drill was going like a power drill was going off. Like what the fuck? Yeah, why would a fire alarm just go off like that? That's annoying. Of course I know how fire alarms work, but damn. Mainly they last longer than that. Sometimes I have to go up there and take a t-shirt and swipe it. Swipe or no swiping, but damn, that fucking hurt. Ugh. But bad, well, I, I can't even remember what I was talking about because that shit fucked me up so badly. Oh yeah, about the audio interface. It's just easier to set up that way. And I'd rather just carry one computer around than to have to like carry two computers, two microphones, and then I got to set them up. And then I got to do Zoom call. At least with my boy Brandon, the reason why it was so easy for me and him is because he has a computer and a, you know, USB microphone at home, and something happened to his microphone. He spent a lot of money for that USB microphone. I was like, Jesus Christ, man! He spent like two hundred something dollars for that shit. I was like, mm mm mm, and he didn't really have money, so he went and bought like a snowball mic. And I was like, Oh, you're trying to be like your boy Nick, you know? And he started laughing his ass off because. The first microphone I've ever had was a Snowball, and it was 2016, a white Snowball, and I used it for music. I recorded a few albums with it, and yeah, then I upgraded to the Yeti, and so that's what I'm talking to you guys on right now is the Yeti. So from like 2019 to now, I've been talking to y'all on the Yeti, but yeah, I look back at my music, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, a lot of that shit was rushed, and just not good. The only reason why I upgraded this because on the red computer right here next to me, um, I plugged like the Snowball mic in that bitch, and I had like what was it, uh, Mixcraft Seven, which it's a doll program, but it's not really one people use. I've only found like a handful of videos, like how to use Mixcraft. If you know what I mean. Like most people use like Pro Tools, FL Studios. I have FL Studios. I paid like 300 bucks like a fucking idiot and don't even use it. Or 200 bucks, one of the two. Uh, FL Studios, Mixcraft. They don't really use Mixcraft. I mean FL Studios, Pro Tools, maybe Cakewalk, uh, Audacity. What is another one people use? Um, Ableton. I almost said Final Cut Pro. <laughs> That's not it. There's more, um, the one on the MacBook, GarageBand, I think there's another one, ProCut, ProX, something, y'all know what I'm talking about, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, you know, but I never really seen MixCraft like that, so, you know, it's just, I don't even think it's on the list, you know, they got Ableton Live, Cubase, Reaper, Pro Tools, GarageBand, FL Studios, Logic Pro, Jeez, how can I not get that one? Reason, never heard of it. Pre-Sound Studio One, Cakewalk, Audacity, Bitwing, Trackington Waveform, LMMS, Ador, Digital Performer. Oh, they actually did put Mixcraft on the thing. Studio One, Adobe Edition, Mix Music Maker, Cakewalk, Ableton Live 11, Mood Lab, and Steinberg Nino. What the fuck? What is the one most common used? Pro Tools, obviously. I just looked at it, clicked on that. 
Um, I didn't even actually use that. I used Windows Live Movie Maker, so I literally would open Windows Live Movie Maker like an idiot, throw like a beat that I found on YouTube, and put a bunch of pictures up until the beat ended, and then I would press record, and I couldn't even hear the beat, and I'd rap over it, and then I would upload it. So a lot of songs on SoundCloud, you're like, you're completely fucking offbeat. <laughs> but... Yeah, it, it was offbeat really badly. I just, I want to talk more about that in another episode uh, with somebody else. So, yeah, it kind of sucks doing a podcast by yourself, but name a lot of people that can do that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people either have like a uh, second co-host or three people or four people. Like, let me explain. Like, um, what is one that has like two co-hosts? Um the one with Simon and Randolph, KSI's crew, they have a podcast too. It's called, I forgot what it's called. What's, no, I don't know what the, I want to put, I almost put What's Poppin'. Simon and Randolph podcast. Let's see what it is. What's Good podcast. See, there's two of them. And then, you know, like Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive, there's three co-hosts. And then four co-hosts on Zane and Heath Unfiltered. So, yeah, I don't really know a lot of podcasts where it's people by themselves. And if they are, they have guests on all the time. So, yeah, it's crazy. Well, there's not anything else I really want to talk about. I hope you guys enjoy your um, Christmas. And I hope that... You know, it's a better year next year than it is now. It's kind of scary if you want me to be honest because I'd have nothing, like, to look forward to in a way. I'm going to work my ass off. But at the same time, I want to make sure that, you know, I don't know. I do the best that I can. This year is just going to be fucked. So, I don't know. I just hope that it's better. That's all I ask for. So that's all it. That's all I want. So I'm just saying so over and over again. All right, I love you guys. Y'all enjoy your Christmas, and I will see you next Saturday, which I have no idea what date that is because your boy doesn't know shit. I gotta go put in a mailbox tomorrow for like twenty bucks. <laughs> Guess what? My dad's gonna help me do it. So. <laughs> Make them work for it. So it's going to be the 31st. Oh, yeah, my boy wanted me to come down for New Year's. But I don't think I can, man, because I'm trying to save this money for gas money. Because, you know, he was saying, I'm going to spot you 40 And I'm like, bro, it takes $50 to fill up my car. And then I don't have a place to stay. He was like, well, you can stay at our house, sleep on the couch. But then I'm like, food, like, how are we going to eat? You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't necessarily really have a lot of groceries in your house. And so, yeah. And that's next Saturday. And he was like, I'll spot you 40 So, I don't know. I already came down and visited them and stuff and went to the bar. They're talking about going to the club this time, but I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just trying to get what I want to do. He was like, come on, have fun one more time because I know you're going to be in grind time, grind mode when you start. I'm like, dude, just because I'm in grind mode doesn't mean I'm not going to be able to come and visit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand it's a tradition for us to come down and hang out on New Year's, but, you know, the only reason why I came down the 5th was because my buddy's dad passed away, which I'm definitely going to have him on the podcast soon, maybe next episode, because, um, you know, he is uh, 
not too far from me, and I want to talk about movies and him going to school and film and all that stuff, and I think that'd be very interesting because he's really deep in that shit, and we could talk a little bit about our childhood too and everything that's been going on, but I love you guys. Y'all stay safe, and I will catch you next Saturday. Bye for now, losers.